0: No, I love it. I was just sitting by my wife uh, today as we were getting started and just looking around at the different people and relationships in this church uh, just looked at her and said, "I absolutely love our church, and so uh, this is such a, a blessing to be a part. Um, well, our pastor and uh, family is still uh getting renewed and, and spending some time and vacation, and so I am excited about the opportunity to uh, share from God's Word this morning. Uh, we've been going through a series here uh, uh, talking about a new song, newness, singing, uh, and so we're going to kind of wrap that up today uh, of talking about uh, the newness through the song of lament. Uh, so we get to talk about sadness and, and, and stuff like that, but, uh, but there's great joy. There's super cool stuff that God wants to do of even bringing newness through lament. And so we're going to look in the book of Lamentations. i uh, never preached out of the book of Lamentations before. Uh, it's a neat little book, uh, just kind of sandwiched there between Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Uh, we're going to be preaching. I'm going to be sharing some verses out of Lamentations 3, but just a little context before we dive into uh, Lamentations uh, so we know what's going on here. Uh, Lamentations is a lament, uh, believe it or not. It's a lament of, of, of a writer who has experienced great pain and atrocity and some just crazy horrific stuff is going on. It's traditionally believed that these are the words of Jeremiah. And so what's taking place here as uh, the writer laments um, is that uh, uh, God's wrath has been poured out on the people of God. Uh, Due to uh, sin and just constant rebellion and sin and chasing after other gods, generation after generation, God sends his judgment on the people of God. And we see that the Babylonians come in and overtake uh, the city of Jerusalem and totally demolish it. And so think through this. I want us to really understand here what uh, the, the heart of the writer here is talking about because uh, this is not just uh, went through the drive through and didn't get all of the french fries. It's not that he didn't get the pickles on his hamburger that he ordered. This is where, this is the the land that God had promised. This is a city that that, uh, God allowed uh, David to be victorious and to bring the ark back into and to bring uh, the the temple and build the temple in Jerusalem. And all of a sudden, in one day, the Babylonians come in under uh, God's judgment being poured out and totally put it into ruins. The walls are down. The temple is down. Murder of priests has taken place here. There's, there's starvation going on. The people are led away into exile, into captivity, and it's horrible and horrific. And so we're going to look here at uh, the newness that comes in the song of lament, because in essence, um, really the definition of lament is, is a passionate expression of grief and sorrow that is brought forward from pain and so it's a it's a passionate expression and so what we see here the writer is passionately expressing the grief and the sorrow that is taking place of all that his eyes have witnessed he's seen this he he, he watched this he's processing that and all this is going on and and then so he's He's writing this and, and this song is coming forth from here. This Lamentations is really a memorial to the pain that is being experienced here. And so I want to say another thing about it's really it's experiencing God's justice. Because God is loving, but God is just. And so I want us to understand that this God's justice, because some people believe that God is just waiting to slam the hammer down on them as soon as they mess up. That, that's not God. The Bible tells us that God is slow to anger. And so, but after a while, God's justice, sin has to be dealt with. And we see that's what's taking place here is God's justice is being poured out Not in a knee-jerk reaction from God, but in a slow to anger of where it gets to the point of where God deals with sin in the Old Testament here in this situation. And so, I mean, there's just, um, if you read uh, chapter 1, they use this image of a widow that has lost her loved one and nobody will listen to her. I mean, there's just the, the horrific stuff that takes place and where they're just pouring out of God, what is going on here? Why have you rejected me? Lord, you're, in your anger, uh, you have cast down from heaven to earth. Uh, it, it's just you have poured out fury like fire. And so that's what we see here when we get to these verses in Lamentations three. And so if you guys will stand with me, let's read uh, uh, just a passage here. Lamentations 3, I'm going to start in verse uh, 19. He says, remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gow. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. Father, we come to you this morning uh, asking you to speak into our hearts. Father, you know exactly what's going on in every heart in this room. Father, there's no surprise of anyone being here. There's no surprise to the songs that we have sung. There's no, song, there's no surprise to the, the words that's going to be preached. God, you knew all of this. Father, we need you and we confess that. Father, we need you to destroy the lies of the enemy. Father, we need to be reminded of your promises, God. Thank you for the privilege of coming in here and gathering and being reminded through song and through your church and through fellowship, God, of those promises, reminded of the character of who you are. Father, there's no one in this room that is exempt from pain and hurt. And so, Father, I pray that you would show us from the writer of Lamentations how there can be newness in that, how that through that there can be a song. And so, Father, I pray that you, Holy Spirit, that you would guide our time in the Word. I pray that you would just use me as just a, just a simple uh, servant, uh, mouthpiece, and, God, that you would speak into our hearts the truth that you want to burn on our hearts so that we might know you deeper that our hearts might be uh, more affectionate towards you, that our love for you would only increase as our eyes are opened just a little bit wider to the truth and beauty and strength of who you are. So, Holy Spirit, speak to us. Guide us in this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to say, I guess, kind of the first point here as we dive into this, about lament uh in lamentations 3 verse 1 we see here the image of he says i am the man who has seen affliction under the rod of his wrath i am a man that has seen affliction what is lament i said it's a person it's a passionate expression of grief and sorrow um and so the thing is, from pain, and like I said, there's, there's none of us in this room that's exempt from pain. Pain comes at us from different avenues. Pain comes from natural disasters. Pain comes from uh, just stupid choices that we make. On a daily basis and the consequences of sin in our life, just like what we see here uh, with the people of God, the, the consequences of their sin brought on the justice of God, the, the wrath of God. And, and then there's just consequences to sin in our life. There's consequences of, of just the, the realness of the, the sin of others. Uh, brings pain into our lives. And so there's pain as we live in this world, as we wrestle with the sin of our own hearts and the, the sin of those that are close to us and just the sin of this world. Uh, there's pain uh, all around us and it, and it comes into our life. And so uh, lamenting is a way of, of, of a song of expressing that hurt and that pain of what's going on inside of us. And so lament kind of gives an avenue to a few things to occur. When we're experiencing pain on whatever degree it may be, and I want to say lament is not necessarily always verbal. Yeah, it can be verbal, it can be in a song, but it also, sometimes you journalers, you pin that out on paper. You lament on paper. Sometimes it's just the wrestling of the inside voice of just within yourself. As you walk through your day, you're asking the questions. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're singing the song of lament on the inside. And so lament, what it does is it gives us a platform. It gives us an av- avenue, number one, to process our emotions. It helps us as we get questions out, of just like this, the writer here of, God, what are you doing? How long are you going to reject us? We see, we see through the Psalms multiple times of laments, of why have you forsaken me? Why have you allowed your enemy to come against me? I'm, I'm, I'm being uh, oppressed from all sides. Where is my help? And so one thing that lament does is it gives us a platform to process those emotions of hurt when we're having to endure the hurt of our, because of ourselves, or because of others or because of whatever it allows that and gives the platform of us to process of what's going on with our emotions no matter what your personality is if it's one that's just your emotions are out there or like me where you try to just keep the emotions on the inside a song of lament it's going on on the inside of where we're processing our emotions of what we're going of how we're feeling about what we're going through Another thing that lament does is it gives us a platform to express in in some sort of a way a protest, kind of protest of God, of God, why are you doing this, of bringing uh, to the forefront of God's mind like you don't already know, but God, do you see what's happening here? From my perspective and the way I see it, this is what's going on. God, can you not see it that way? And so it gives us a form of kind of a protest before God of just in our processing and our lamenting and our song, it also gives us a platform uh, to sort out our confusion. Because when pain comes into our life, it leaves us in a lot of times in a state of confusion, of I don't understand why this is going on. Or why is it going on so long? Why don't you just step in? God, I know you're strong, I know you're big, I know all that. And so why don't you just step in and end this, put an end to it? And so lament, the song of lament, it gives us a platform for all this stuff. I really loved the, the point that Brian brought out in his sermon last week, that, that there's a song for every season. And I don't know about you, but I mean, there's just been times in our lives as the family, Lynette and I, where we've just walked through just rough, painful times. And the thing is, all of us in here have, if not, you're probably in denial or you're getting ready to. But I want to say, here's a song uh, that I want us to play and I want us to listen to. And in the time of a season of our life, of just a song that was a song that became a song of lament for me and for Lynette as we walked through a time where uh, we just were having, went through an issue of where. We just wrestled with, with some relationships that was going on that had ended and some pain that was caused there and, and just uh, the losing of our business and, and financially of just trying to provide for a family of seven and, and working for Aldi and, and, and being a carpenter and, and uh, managing four rent houses and cutting the neighbor's yard and just doing whatever I could just to put food on the table. It was a time of just physically emotionally and spiritually exhausted and this song right here became a song of lament I want you to hear just a piece of it That became a cry in my heart for many, many months of just as the weight of the world and the stuff going on uh, just was so heavy that uh, I just want to know, God, I, I, wanna, I know that you can give me rest so I cry out with all that I have left. I mean, that was the cry of my heart. And so the first point that I want us to see is that songs of lament are a, are a part of our faith journey. I want you to know it's normal. Songs of lament are a part of our faith journey, church. It's normal. I want you to know never in Scripture is songs of lament condemned. And if anything, they're encouraged. They're encouraged. They want God wants us to pour out our heart. God gives us that pl- platform to process our emotions, to ex- express that protest to Him, to vent, if you would, of what's going on, to sort out our confusion, to approach God with what's going on in our heart. And so the first thing I want us to see that we see here in Limitations 3, he says... I am a man who has seen affliction under the rod of wrath. In just a few phrases between verse 1 and verse 17. He says that you have brought me into darkness. Against me he turns his hand. Besieged and enveloped me with bitterness and tribulation. He has walled me. My chain's heavy. He's made my chains heavy. He shuts out my prayers. Any of these resonating with you? Have you ever felt this way that, number one, is God, are you even there? Are you even present? He has blocked my ways. He has made my paths crooked. And he goes on, he has made me desolate. So I want us to, you to know, number one, that pain and hurt is real and songs of lament are normal on the faith journey. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be afraid of that, to, to shy back from that. God is big enough to take whatever we want to bring His way. He has big shoulders, and He, and he welcomes that. And we see that here. We see that continually through the book of, of Psalms. And so come to Him. Wrestle with God, because really a song of lament is really us Wrestling and fighting, not against God, but with God, saying, God, I know that you can give me rest, so I'm going to cry out with whatever little ounce I have left. I'm going to come to you and ask for more strength to come to you and to understand. And the thing is, maybe you help me understand a little bit, maybe you don't. That doesn't change who you are, but it's the process of God making us into who he wants us to be. ...as we see more of Him. A second point I want us to see... uh, ...observation out of Lamentations 3... ...is that uh, songs of lament... uh, ...lead us to see the character of God... uh, ...which is an amazing pathway into remembering and believing His promises. Look here. It says here in the middle of this, remember the context, remember what's going on. And sandwiched right here in the middle of the book of Lamentations, we see that the writer says, remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood of the gal. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind. I'm wrestling with God. With this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. my His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And so songs of lament, they lead us to see the character of God. They lead us to see the character of God, of who He is, because one thing we see that, uh, that the... Uh, writer here comes into grips with as he sees that if God is consistent with his justice, if God is consistent with pouring out his wrath on sin, uh, living up to his name and his character, guess what? He is consistent with his steadfast love. And so so the lamenting leads the writer here to see that, yes, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. It changes us. It changes things, and it begins to bring a newness in us. We see the same thing of where the, the writer here, he comes to see that there's purpose in it. Although this. Although I don't understand, I don't know why you gave us this land, I don't know why you allowed us to build the temple here, and to build walls, and to, uh, to, to set up all this, and and then one day, God, you come in and totally destroy it. I don't understand that, but I know, God, that you were the same yesterday. Today, you're going to be the same God tomorrow. You, you never change. I know that your love is steadfast, that it's, that it's going to endure, that it never ceases. I don't understand everything that's going on, but I know there's got to be purpose in it. And because if you go on down in, in the same thing, Lamentations 3, verse 31, he says, For the Lord will not cast off forever. He's cast us off, but it will not last forever. But though, his, though he has caused grief, he will have compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love for he does not willingly afflict or grieve the children of man. The heart is, it's not God's intention to, okay, just, I'm, I want to grieve my people. It's the character of number one, God is faithful to who he is. He hates sin because it's against him being truth. He is a just God. And so the God. That his As his characters that that, that the, the writer here sees that it 's com- about compassion and truth, we see the same thing about Job. You know the story of Job of how just within a little bit God ta- allowed uh, his family to be all of his kids to be killed, all of his stuff to be taken away, his health to be gone, and then we see. In the book of James, chapter 5, this is what James, the brother of Jesus, says about that. Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord. The Lord is compassionate and merciful. Merciful. The Lord is compassionate and purpose or, and merciful. So you see, the purpose not only here where the, the writer of Lamentations, but also uh, as they uh, of, of what happened in Job and all that, we see that the purpose here is God's compassion and God's mercy. God pours out His judgment and His wrath so that there's a purpose of that He might put on display His steadfast love through compassion. And mercy. And so we see that the songs of lament, they lead us to the character of God, which is an amazing, amazing pathway into remembering, like he says here, I bring to my mind, or I call this to my mind. What does he call to his mind? The steadfast love of the Lord, which, by the way, it never ceases. What does he call to mind? He calls to mind the mercies of God that never come to an end. And these verses right here probably may do someone well just to hear these read over your heart today that the steadfast love of the Lord, it never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Did you hear that, church? His mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, God. Remember, this is taking place right in the middle of of all this horrific catastrophic stuff that has just taken place in the life of the writer of Lamentations. And through the song of lament, through the song of wrestling with God and wrestling with his heart and the emotions and the the, the protests and all that is going on of trying to sort out the confusion, he is brought to see the character of God, his steadfastness, and he's reminded, not only reminded Uh, but also given the strength by God to remember the promises. To remember the promises of God. The promise of His presence. The promise to be restored. The promise uh, to be rescued. The promise where today, church, it's it's stuff like while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You see, the promise of God is, is throughout the whole Old Testament. It's pointing to the coming of Jesus. It's pointing to the promise that there is coming a Redeemer, that there's not going to be this anymore of the Old Testament of the wrath being poured out on His people, but there's going to be a Redeemer, there's going to be a, lamb, a sacrificed Lamb that's going to absorb that wrath, that, that's going to exchange identities that he who knew no sin is going to become sin so that we who definitely know sin, that is ate up with sin, might become the righteousness of Christ. And so the promises of God through, through lament of where it, it opens our eyes to see the character of God and be reminded of His promises and even in the midst of that, given the strength to believe, to believe with all that I have left I cry out to you because I know that, God, that you can give me rest. I know that your love never ceases. I know it never comes to an end. I know that your mercies are new every morning. I know that you're up to something, God. Even if I can't see it, even in the hardest pain and the biggest hurt, I know you're up to something. And so we see that here in Lamentations. Another thing I think we see here in the passage as well is that the songs of lament, There are means of grace that lead to great hope in the darkest of seasons. Do you see this? Look in verse 18. It says, here's, here's where what has happened had led him. In verse 18 he says, so I say my endurance has perished. So has my hope from the Lord. Ever been there? I've been there. I've been there where I can say that my endurance, God, I can't go on anymore. God, I, I, there's, I really don't even feel like getting out of bed this morning. I don't feel like continuing on with what I'm doing. And so this is where the point in verse 18, but look at the goodness of God, of his steadfast love, his commitment to, his being for us, church, He goes from verse 18 to verse 21 to saying, But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. That hope that had perished because of circumstances and situations and, and the hurt and the pain and the wrestling and all that had brought him to a point where his his description was that hope has perished, but in light of the bigness of God, in light of the character of God, in light of the promises of God, I, therefore, I have hope. And then verse 24, the Lord is my portion, not just any portion, not just a portion. He is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Therefore, I have hope right now in this moment, and I will have hope later because of who God is. And the cool thing is, that's what the, the, the song of lament moves us to, the newness it moves us to to sing a song we're singing a song in the midst of the pain we're singing a song of lament we're singing and we're wrestling and we're we're uh, sorting out the confusion we're uh, we're evaluating our emotions we're trying to uh, see what's going on and all that stuff so we're singing a song of lament but the cool thing is that that song is a part of the fight but also the song is a result of the fight It's a result of the fight as we wade through this stuff with God and God brings us through that. Yes, He may answer some questions. Yes, He may not answer any questions. But the cool thing is as we wrestle with Him and we come to Him and we uh, lament and sing over and over and over and over the song of lament of, of the pain in our life, the cool thing is the mercies are new. He changes that sadness into joy he, he moves us from a season of 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 just mourning into a season of of laughter and it's a beautiful thing that we see here in the song of lament it's a, it's, it's normal it's a part of everyday life on this planet and let it be okay in your life to sing songs of lament. If you want to voice them verbally, do it. If you need to pin it out on paper, do it. If you just need to sing it in your heart, do it. Let that be a part of your walk with God. Let that be a part of your faith journey. Let that bring, as you uh, surround yourself by the people of God, uh, with with brothers and sisters in Christ, as you dive into the Word of God totally by His strength, uh, begging Him all the way to give you strength to even open up your Word of God. May that bring you to seeing the character of who he is, to be reminded, just as the writer in Lamentations here, that I will call to mind. Let you be reminded of the bigness and the steadfastness of God, that, and let, let him show you and remind you of his promises. That's why I love coming on Sunday morning, and when I miss for a week or two, I start feeling dry and shriveled up a little bit because we come in and we sing about the promises of God to us through Jesus Christ, and that's amazing, and what that does is that stirs hope because you seclude yourself from the people of God and from the Word of God, it will not take long to get to the point where you see yourself that your hope has perished. Because there is no hope in the things of this world. There is no hope in your strength. But there's amazing hope in the strength of God. There's amazing hope through Jesus Christ. Um, there's amazing hope through singing whether that's singing a song of lament or whether that is singing a song of joy because of of what uh, god has done i'm reminded of psalm 145 he says i will extol you my god and, and king and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. I will meditate. They shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds and I will declare your greatness. They shall they shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He's slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. All your works shall give thanks to the Lord and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory Of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. Catch this the Lord is faithful in all his words and kind in all his works. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry. And saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him. But all the wicked will be destroyed. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord. And let all flesh bless his holy name. The, the writer of Lamentations says the, that uh, the steadfast love in the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Great is the faithfulness of God, that he is faithful to fulfill and to do all that he has promised. He is faithful, and I know there's times in our life where the circumstances may lead us and try to convince us that, okay, your God has forsaken you, but sing that song of lament, protest, wrestle with those feelings, wrestle with... um, that confusion, and know that God is faithful, that God is faithful. I stand here, we stand here today and tell you God is faithful. Not that all of our hurt and pain is gone, but we came through a season of life where, I mean, there was days where we didn't even think we were going to make it. And we stand here telling you that all five of our kids are alive we are alive, that God is faithful, that we have made it, that he has been true. He hasn't totally given us all the answers to why what happened happened, but he's allowed us to look back and see some and understand some and bring us to the point of greater faith and just experiencing uh, his bigness and his beauty, and that just pushes us to sing all the more. It pushes us to sing all the more. And so I pray that church, that we would be a church that would sing songs of lament, that would experience the newness that comes through that, that we wouldn't shy away from it, we wouldn't be afraid of it, that we would see it's a part of the journey, that we would even join forces with one another and come along and maybe sing songs of lament together as we do life together that we would, that we would uh, just run to God with all that we have left. Maybe we might be the strength for another person and help them come and point them to Jesus. But that's my prayer, church. That's my, that's my prayer as we look at Lamentations 3 in the midst of craziness. Because, see, he ends up with a book And and he hadn't figured anything out. You see this little glimmer of hope in the middle of chapter 1, chapter 2, wrestling, 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 I don't understand. Oh, and then chapter 3, the glimmer of hope. Yes, I'm reminded I have hope, I have faith, great is your faithfulness. And then he ends the, the, the book by saying, why do you forget us forever? Why do you forsake us for so many days? Restore us to yourself, O Lord, that we may be restored. Renew our days as of old unless you have utterly rejected us and you remain exceedingly angry with us. The end. He ends it kind of like a lot of our situations end where we don't have the nice little answers and all of that, but he continues to wrestle and continues to sing the songs of lament and continues to come to God with all he's got to experience the faithfulness of God. And so church, I pray that we would press forward and continue and that songs would be such a part of our life, whether it's songs of lament or songs of celebration, that I've been redeemed, that all because of the blood of Christ that we've been brought under, that we've been covered, God, that we've been set free, that uh, sin has no power over us, Satan has no power over us, but God is greater, that we would see that our identity is in Christ, in Christ alone, not in what we do and don't do and, and what we're going through and our situations, but we would run to Christ with all that we have, that we would sing and experience his goodness. Father, we just say thank you. God, thank you for this little book in the Old Testament, Lord, that just uh, shares that wrestle, that shares that fight uh, with us. Um, I thank you that uh, uh, we get to see pictures of, of even uh, biblical writers that don't have it all figured out, that, that, didn't, that their lives aren't all nice and neat uh, because it's, it's messy and ugly living on a sinful planet. Father, we thank you, God, for the truths of this word. God, we thank you for the character of who you are and who you show us, God. You make known yourself to us. God, you are faithful. Your faithfulness is amazingly great. Your love, your steadfast love never ceases. Your mercies are new every morning. Father, I pray that you'd continue just to bring to mind... Bring to mind who you are in those promises, God. And God, I pray that our songs of lament would be a part of our fight. But I pray also that we would realize that the songs of celebration is a celebration of the fight. So, Father, we give you praise. Thank you for this church. Thank you for this body. Thank you that uh, we get the opportunity to walk through this life together. We're not on an island. We're not left to our own. First, we have you, Jesus. You, Holy Spirit, live in us. And God, you have graciously given us one another. Father, I pray you would renew us in strength, renew us in truth. Father, I just pray that you would be seen as the great God that you are. And that we would celebrate you in your bigness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.